Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 96 of the Talking With The Dad podcast this evening. Steve, we're off We're off the rails. We're going into this one sideways, <laughs> uh, reverse drifting, and uh, hoping it comes out straight. Listen, episode 100 is coming. At this point, ladies and gentlemen, if they're going to come get us, they're going to come get us. And by us, they know who they are. I don't know who these people are. I don't know why they're coming, but uh, (laughs) they're on their way. I'll let you know that. I guess I'll just be here waiting. You know what? How the hell are you, big guy? What is going on? How am I? Uh, Decent, decent, decent at best. Uh, You know, living life one uh, one quarter mile at a time. Was that the thing that the guy said in that movie? Vin Diesel. And uh, yeah, you know what, man? (laughs) I've I've been too hard on Vin Diesel's career. When have I ever accomplished anything like that, right? Um, Every Tuesday. (laughs) I wasn't a bouncer that, you know, had a funny-looking twin brother that managed to get into a franchise where it was clearly, you know, supposed to be an Italian-American guy. I'm not that guy, but he he pulled it off. You tell me that guy, that character was not supposed to be played by Sylvester Stallone type. Um, yeah, I mean... I think he does well, right? Vin Paul, Paul Walker was was correctly uh, cast in that role because um, he's he's a legit car. He was a legit car guy before he passed away, like a legit legit car guy. Um, I don't know what Vin Diesel's like history with cars is, right? Like for me, it would have been more important to like have a car guy in that role. You know? absolutely. Uh, funny thing about Paul Walker, legit BJJ player, really, and roller, yeah. Like, like, no, no. What happened? Random breeze blew your door open? No, it's like, it's just like cats. It's just like break in here and just start fighting. <laughs> they come in your room to have their death matches. <laughs> yeah, they do sometimes. We're like right out the door. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? So, you know, we're off the rails tonight. I mean, we, I guess we got some loose topics, but, you know, let's, let's for, uh, I mean, let's start by acknowledging that the legend DMX and he does qualify as legend, and it's not just For that sure. thing you say that when someone dies, instantly they're elevated to a higher standing. No, DMX is a legend in the hip hop community, but he uh, passed away uh, last night, I believe it was, or this and morning. Uh, we'll or this morning. morning, yeah, yeah, very within the last twenty four hours of us uh, filming this uh, show here. Yeah, and uh, I have to honestly say, you know. Uh, I would be lying if I didn't say that this is something that I always thought I would see coming. But, yeah, I feel for his family. He's got a lot of kids. Feel for his kids, man. Lee's behind quite the legacy in hip-hop and was an interesting guy. I'll tell you this much about DMX, man. He's the only guy to ever go on the show where the life coach tried to help him, and DMX was ready to whoop the life coach's ass. Like, I don't mean like... We've all been there, though. We've all been, We've all absolutely been there. <laughs> It's uh this woman Ayala Ayana Ayana fixed my life. She has a show on uh Own, which is owned by Oprah Winfrey, obviously. And uh, DMX was on her show, and she's kind of like a spiritual advisor who also does some loose, you know, uh, social psychology stuff. This sounds she had- hokey at best. <laughs> my friend, hokey is a step up than what I was going to say. Got it. But Got it. Yeah, she had X on, and uh, you know, she's giving him what's called pop psychology generalized steps to cure his life the problem with that stuff is x realizes how bad he is right and how bad things are for him and he totally wh- ripped into this older woman i thought he was gonna fight her like on the spot <laughs> i mean he came at her the same way you would come at a dude that took your buffalo chicken sandwich like and that's that old- is at a level of of the w- wish the world has never seen but that's the type of cat he was man that's the type of cat dmx was dmx was the type of guy that gave it his all, no matter where he was at, man. Like, I can't think of one interview where DMX didn't at least intimidate the reporter, and I hope to leave that type of lasting legacy. So he's also been in quite a bit of films as well. And this is all the honor to man. Like, I just want to be honest about who he was and his catalog. Hip-hop was great. The movies DMX made, some of them were so bad, they were amazing. But there's one particular movie that I think you need to check out where it is quite literally the adventures of the most maniacal, diabolical piece of shit traveling from New York to Los Angeles. And it's called Never, Never Die Alone. This is a guy 
this character, DMX played him to a T, that if a girl tries to quit him, tries to leave him, says, I'm getting my life together, he gets him addicted to heroin, and once they're truly addicted to heroin, and they try to turn on him, and they say something crazy like, hey, I'm going to get my life together now, he scrapes the battery acid off of the battery in his car and puts it in their heroin. We're talking about, and I, when I say he played this guy perfectly, it almost made me wonder for a second. I was like, huh. He really fell into this role. Yeah, is, that, is that experience? Is, is he is he acting out of life experience here? Interesting. You ever listen? You ever listen? I know you don't. Uh, you like the hip hop, but not much. Uh, much really tickles your fancy unless it's of a certain quality. You ever listen to any of the DMX? I mean, maybe in passing, I never right. like on purpose. It never got uh, X gun. Give it to you playing when you're playing hockey. I've never played hockey. Stop lying to me, dude. I know you kill it on the ice. I wish I could. I would actually really enjoy playing hockey, but no. I mean, yeah, of course everyone's listening to X going to give it to you, right? But I don't know if I've ever listened to like more than that, to be, to yeah. be fair. He was what you call a storyteller hip-hop artist, right? So you listen to his album. You know how a lot of hip-hop nowadays, it's like, what was the point of the song? You're just trying to figure out what the hell the guy was saying when he was having a seizure. DMX literally told entire stories through his song. And uh, one of my favorite songs he wrote was a song called Damien, where he's basically, you know, it's supposed to be a demon, but it's also supposed to be this guy's best friend. And as the song goes on, Damien is constantly getting his friend into deeper and deeper trouble. Like it starts off with some healthy, you know, hood shenanigans. And then at the end, Damien has completely gotten his friend to commit a murder. You got to listen to this song. That, that goes uh that goes downhill fairly quickly. Um interesting. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm, I'm not doing this dog justice when you listen to it after this. Actually, we're gonna we I should have made you listen to it before the show. When the show's over, when we do our post rap, Zach and I like to listen to a little music, watch a couple of YouTube videos after the show. That hasn't happened in I'm, months. Huh? That's because you haven't had anything cool to show me. The last thing you showed me that was might really be pretty accurate. <laughs> the the I think you peaked at the Master Ken 100 nut shots. That like, was a, that's <laughs> a good video. That's a really really that's a that's a fantastic fucking video. Anyway, man, uh, we 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 bid you farewell, DMX man. This is uh I don't want to make light of his passing, but you know he's a stand up guy. I'm not gonna do that thing that people do. I don't wish death on anyone, but uh. I just wish it wasn't, you know, a drug overdose, man. It's a, it's a, it's a horrible way to go. It's For a sure. sad thing to do to your family, and uh, you know, we got to remember people honestly. He was a man of faith, and he struggled with this. So, I hope he found some freedom, and uh, you know, he's in the hereafter. And speaking about the hereafter, now we can get into the real business. What happened to your boy Demetrius? DJ, DJ got knocked out, man. Uh, well, not really knocked out. It was a, it was a TKO for sure. It's the first time he's ever been finished in his career. That's insane. Like 34 fights or 35 fights or something like that. It's the first time he's ever been finished. I know, dude. I know. You know what the crazy thing was? Prior to that happening, when Aljo, uh, Peter Yan thing happened. Yeah. He said that he said that down knees should be legal. Or yeah. knees on down opponents should, should be legal. And he even said afterwards, he, he doesn't disagree with that statement. He thinks that's fine. Yeah, so that part I have no problem with. I actually don't have any problem with it. It's just funny, though, right? Right, the- right. It's it's like <laughs> foreshadowing, right? It's foreshadowing the way that this is going to happen. It's like Which- saying out loud, like, man, condoms don't really break. And then the next thing you know, you're like, well, me and Sarah are having a kid. <laughs> <laughs> it's twins. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure no, I, I mean, be with I, I don't know if it, I don't know if it's that bad, but right. yeah, I mean, listen, if, if when you're on top for so long, you're bound to lose, right? And right. Uh, I still don't think he lost the second Henry Cejudo fight. I think it was close enough to where uh, the win, you know, the the tie should go to the champion. Um, yeah. But yeah, man, I mean, who knows? You, you see a rematch, you see a different fight. Um, here was my issue with the whole thing, right? DJ is fighting up a weight class. I've always thought that was a bad idea for him, unless it was a, a guy he's like he's a TJ. small, small guy. He's a little guy. Unless it's a guy like TJ Dillashaw, TJ Dillashaw, then that makes sense, right? Because he's not punching up, and I could see that instantly. That was an issue for him in this fight. The one thing that really did trouble me about the whole situation, though, watching the fight, one, obviously, 
I can't pronounce his opponent's name, but the guy is world caliber. And uh, I had never watched any of his fights prior to that, but I could tell that he was an underground legend. And when I say underground, I'm not disparaging him at at, at, at any point. I'm just saying that. Uh, No, that's usually a derogatory term. No, 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 no. Only to casual fans. Like, I think Eddie Alvarez has the best nickname outside of the UFC, the king of the underground. That is literally what he was called before he came to the UFC. And then, obviously, you know, you know he had a so great The guy's name is Adriano uh, Marias. Um, Marias. And he's fought in one championship for eight years now. Yeah. Yeah, he's, and, been, he's been around the thing. Uh, legit BJJ choker, legit Taekwondo striker, and karate, apparently Muay Thai, kickboxing, all your yeah. you know traditional stances. But I can see it was a problem for DJ getting inside, not in the sense that he couldn't get inside to reach. I just couldn't understand why he was headhunting and not going for body shots, but I guess maybe he saw something in the fight that obviously a fat piece of shit like myself didn't see from my couch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, what are you going to do? You know, you're a fat man sitting at home watching the fights. I'm allowed to quarterback these things and just say you what absolutely I absolutely are allowed to. Now, it's a little, a little, a little ridiculous, but, but yeah, you are allowed to do that <laughs> for sure. If I buy the jersey, <laughs> I'm allowed to, t- I'm a part of the team. All right, I've invested in the you team. are the guy that says we. Yeah, like, yeah. uh, yeah, we lost last weekend at, uh, we couldn't get our run game established out there, and uh, you know we're gonna have to deal with this quarterback situation. It's like, no, motherfucker, it's not we, it's they. You idiot! <laughs> I always hate the wee people. I hate the wee people, dude. I hate the wee people so much. You couldn't get to a skybox if someone gave you a ticket. They wouldn't let you in. You're not true, associated with true. that franchise. Skyboxes are legit, though. I don't know if you've ever been in a skybox at any at any stadium. They are no, so I, fucking sick. No, but I did. Uh, I went to a Dodgers game. And I got to sit in a VIP area. Did you get area stabbed that... on the way out? No, no, they don't mess with New Yorkers. Only Angels fans. <laughs> no one else is tolerating <laughs> any any of those shenanigans with those guys. I'm not even joking. I wore a Yankees hat to Dodger Stadium on the type of move where I was just like, just try it. Just try it. <laughs> <laughs> just try it. I, but I also wore, I wore one to the Red Sox Stadium, too. And I was just like, yeah, just, you know, but the, the, So, uh, yeah, but Fenway is a very emotional park. Uh, it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> so I've been to Fenway. Uh, and we, we watched the we watched the Red Sox play the Mariners or something there, and they got slaughtered. And by the time the seventh inning rolls around, half the stadium was gone. They got up and left. They're like, you know what? Fuck this. We're out. And it was like there was like two seven or eight run innings, and it was it was interesting. It was a fun game, but they were like, you know what? We're out. You know what? You know what I love about Fenway. I also love this about uh, the Cubs stadium, too, as well. And, you know, Yankees, obviously, after the game's over, right? Even if the game was crap, slow, horrible, low-scoring game, right? But when it is a great game and everyone's leaving at the same time in Fenway, and, you know, you're just walking past all those bars mm-hmm. that are right there in that narrow, you know, those narrows over there. Man, I got to tell you that the Boston fans really do have a camaraderie. Like, they're walking around and singing, too, ralu, 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 and it's just like you yeah, feel the Yeah, you know why? Because they know they're at least they're not Phillies fans. Ooh. They're not. They're not a Philly That's fan, fire. and uh, you know they take solace in that. Even uh, Boston fans are are honestly may, maybe top top three worst uh, because they're they win every championship all the time, and they're like right. not not good enough, bro. We got one loss. Got to go back and redeem that. And it's like it's like shut, you got seven fucking six or seven championships at a at a Tom Brady. Shut the fuck up. Like just stop. Just stop. Dude, I, I never actually checked in with any of my Bostonian friends after Brady left, or I, I, any of my friends from Massachusetts. And then one went and won somewhere else. Yeah, instant, instantly. <laughs> it's unheard of. Not I mean, only did Tom Brady leave, Rob Gronkowski left as well. <laughs> and then went and met him down there. Rob yeah, they're like, we're taking, we're taking our tight end with us too. It's like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Dude, I didn't. Did they throw him a lot of hate? I feel like you shouldn't get hate if you've delivered so many rings to a city, Dude, right? Dude, I, I'm sure he did get hate, just because New England fans are just the absolute worst. But man, <laughs> are they worse than John Jones fans? I think well, we might, be, we might be the worst fan group because we all need group therapy. Worst time to be a John Jones fan is before the fight. Is he gonna make it? And then after the fight, did he test clean? 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, fair. That's fair. You know what's a crazy stat about Tom Brady? He's been in the what? league 19 years, and he's 7-3 and three in the Super Bowl. 50% of the last 20 Super Bowls Tom Brady has been in. That's an outrageous stat. That man. is an insane stat. Uh, young man, he went up against this uh this year, Mahoney. Like that kid, like him a I lot, no, man. I don't know anything about him, honestly. I don't know anything about football anymore. I no, stopped maybe. watching after the Packers won in 2010 or whatever it was. Who who is your team? Is it the Packers? Packers, yeah. How'd that happen? Is your dad a Packers fan? My dad's a Packers fan. Yep. That's the way to do it. My stepdad was a Steelers fan. I just liked the the black and yellow. I didn't. I, Pittsburgh. <laughs> Pittsburgh. Now that that is a sports town. Have you been to the, have you been to the Berg before, no, as they call it? No, I've never been oh. to Pittsburgh. I've been to other Bergs for sure. Um, Dude, never Pittsburgh for sure. Pittsburgh is a hardworking town, and they love their sports. They love their hockey. They love their <laughs> baseball. They, yeah, they, they do love. like their hockey. I know that. The, the oh, Penguins, yeah, man. The penguins, yeah, they, Fuck the you Penguins, can, dude. You can get cut in Pittsburgh for that. Even people who aren't Penguins fans, like they don't follow hockey. In Pittsburgh, they might attack you for that. I had a black guy chase me down the street because I said F the Penguins one time. And he was like, I don't even like hockey. Culturally, it's not my thing, but you're not going to come here. I don't, I, see, I don't understand that one. But what? Which one? The black guys in hockey thing? Yeah. I think it's a proximity thing. Black people don't have a thing against hockey. We're not, you know, meeting up outside of hockey rings and just like <laughs> burn it to the ground. We're like, we don't hate it. It's, it's, like, it's a proximity thing, right? How many hockey teams are there? In the Bronx, right? In Harlem. In <laughs> well, I mean, know. in the general vicinity of New York City, there's three. No, 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 no. Not in the general vicinity. I'm talking about in the groups and areas. Where oh, I have, I, have, I have no idea. I, I couldn't find a hockey rink around here, to be fair. I've, I've, I've been trying to start a campaign to get two more black guys in the NHL. I know there's two at least. Twins, right? Are they still playing? Mm, I know of P.K. Subban. Um, I don't actually know. I haven't watched hockey much this year either. What the? What are you watching, then? dude? I can't get the Rangers on either ESPN Plus or just like a regular MSG package. So I'm just I'm boycotting this year because it's annoying and they're not great. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're not very good. So you know, just sign up for YouTube, YouTube TV, man. They got. I'm it. not gonna do it either. Uh, that seems like, it, but it's like sixty bucks a month or something, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's not worth it to me. I, I want to watch, what, fucking three Rangers games a year? Or a month? Like, no, I'm good, man. I'll just pay to go see the Rangers a few times a year. That makes sense. That makes sense, man. I get it. I get it. I mean, you you know, I don't get it. I don't get it. Here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing, right? I respect you in that regard. You're like, you know what? I don't need it. I'm not buying it. I'm the other guy. I'm like, I don't need it, but I'm buying it. I'm buying it because it's got these two things that I need. <laughs> like, no, it's not even a need. That. It's a want, dude. It's such a it's a want too. The crazy thing is, is that um, the NHL signed a deal with ESPN Plus to do NHL on ESPN Plus, but all the Rangers games are fucking blacked out because we're so we're in such close proximity to MSG. No one watches MSG anymore. I, I I was surprised to see it come up in my channel selection the other day. I was uh, like, holy. Every time I scroll oh. by it, I stop at MSG. Absolutely. Do you do? I only stop. I don't even have cable had... in here. I made that shit up. I don't have cable. <laughs> like <laughs> The rest of the house does. There. I don't. <laughs> I only stop by to see. They always have like something historical boxing. Hell matches. yeah. I'm like, now that makes sense for MSG. I expect you guys to be showing me boxing matches <laughs> from 50 years ago. This is what I come here for. I don't come from modern sports. We got, I, I got off on a tirade, right? But listen, let's go back to the the, the one thing here. I was, I wonder, I've been meaning to ask you this. What one? So thing? one, the one championship. Oh, got uh, it, got thing. it, got it, got it. That thing. So they they premiered on TNT. This is the first for TNT. I don't, to right, my record, that did happen. Right, right, right. To my knowledge, they have never, ever, ever, ever had an, a mixed martial arts event. And so now, but it makes sense. TNT, you know, makes sense for them to have MMA, right? At one point, TNT pretty much held it down in regards to a lot of sporting events. There were some contractual issues and they lost a few big names, but they're on. That was their um, one's American debut. Did you watch the entire card? I didn't watch any of the card. Neither did I. I watched the DJ fight. I showed up for that, and as soon as he got laced, I was like, "I'm out." You know why? Because I'm, I'm a snob. I saw it on I saw it on Twitter, 
And I was yeah. like, damn, Eddie Alvarez got DQ'd for what I didn't even think was illegal shots. And right. the referee did not even even stand it up and say, hey, this was illegal. Immediately DQ'd him. Um, and then DJ got uh, kneed in the mouth. And then uh, that's kind of all that I saw. I wasn't even sure there was other fights going on that night. Those was only those two. You know, it's crazy. I jumped into a live stream of these YouTubers who were actually doing a really good uh, commentary of it. And I was just like, yeah, man, uh, I might have to be honest with myself. I may have become a casual at some point or at least a UFC elitist. I realized something when I was watching. I was like, oh, the production value is horrible. Walkouts are horrible. Are Everything they? Hard. I figured, I figured I, they would be good, but no, I didn't watch a single second of it. No, no. I mean, it wasn't like it, it, it wasn't Bellator horrible. They've gotten a lot better, too. Right, obviously, you know, it wasn't PFL bad or anything like that, but I, it, it had dawned on me. I don't know anything that's going on outside of the UFC. I spend so much time yeah. only watching UFC. I have um, no idea who's coming up in the ranks anymore. So Rory McDonald was supposed to fight a guy, and that guy's having surgery now, so that that fight's not happening. Uh, right. That's PFL. Um, that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Bader's fighting Leota Machida soon. Again? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. What is this? Is this the second or third time? He got knocked uh, out the first time. Machida did, I think, right? No, uh, Ryan Bader. Did. Ryan Bader was on the end. Uh, he he didn't crush the crane kick, but I'm pretty sure it was a pretty embarrassing knockout. Wow. Poor Randy Couture got crane kicked, and uh, he's still recovering from that crane kick. But he was on the wrong side of 40 at the time. It looks like he's, he's only fought Leona Machida once. All right. Are they fighting at light heavyweight, I assume? I think so, yeah. I see that's what that's exactly this, what, I'm this what I'm saying. I don't even know when the fight is. I just saw it on Twitter and I was like, <laughs> Oh, that's gonna be interesting. <laughs> Apparently, uh Bellator had a pretty good card the other night. This is what I'm talking about, man. I am a real MMA fan. I have well, hold on, no- hold on. You okay. were a real MMA fan. Good point. <laughs> good point. You have become like- a casual. Did you even know Aljamain Sterling's having neck surgery? No, so I see, didn't know you're that. like an absolute casual. Yeah, we've we've really we discovered tonight that Steve is uh, nowhere near the aficionado that he thought he was. Yeah, I I mean, I used to read all the reports. I was deep into bloody elbow MMA news, MMA mania, all that stuff. I took all those alerts off my phone, and now I'm just like I follow the UFC on Twitter. That's 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 all I do now, man. But if we're being honest about does this diminish Demetrius Johnson's career? No, absolutely not. This man did. No, he's had a, he's had a fantastic career, and I, I do think he could win that fight. Yeah, I think they run it back. He definitely, uh, you know, the size discrepancy was obvious to me, but he had the same problems when he fought Dominic Cruz. Go back and watch a Dominic Cruz fight, and I don't think Cruz utilized much footwork in this fight. In fact, I saw Cruz do something in that fight that he doesn't often do. He waited right for He's like, little yeah. guy, come here. <laughs> Did you see that uh, Dom Cruz wants to fight Sean O'Malley? So it's not, okay. Dom Cruz said that he never said vocally to Chell Sonnen that he wanted to fight Sugar Shane. Apparently, there was some, Ch- Ch- Chell Sonnen just took a text from like, and like some made other it up. Oh, that's made hilarious. This whole narrative. But since we're talking about it, I would watch that fight. Sure. I think that would that'd be an interesting fight. I, I book it. Sugar Sean O'Malley needs a fight, you know, to obviously bolster his. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't even ranked inside the top 15, right? So yeah. I, I guess Dom Cruz is a good fight for him. I think that's a really hard fight for him. Oh yeah, Dom's I think Dom gonna... Cruz is a is a real hard fight for anybody, especially when your your fight style is I'm going to try to hit you real hard one time and you fall over, right? <laughs> like he's the he's the he's the miniature Francis, right? Like that, that, uh, Sean O'Malley, like well, that's gotta... his entire thing, right? Is he he just hits real hard for that weight class? Well, here's the cra- that's true, but here's the crazy thing. Man, saw a lot of wrinkles in this game in regard to his uh, lateral movement, his in and outs. Man, he had some really good looks in and that his fight. reluctancy to finish as well. Right? He oh, he could have fin- he could have finished that guy in the in the first round very very quickly. And I don't then know if he walked was away and yeah. then wanted to wanted to play with him more, but that doesn't work with someone like Dom Cruz. If you have a chance to get him out, you got to get him out, right? Yeah. No. Absolutely. Here's the thing about Dominic Cruz, though. So 
I can see O'Malley, you know, his reach is going to work really well for him, but Dom's not going to be a stationary target. Now, the question becomes, even though Dom has been preserved by injuries, which is kind of nonsensical to say, but he's been injured so much that his body's actually recuperated from all the time off. He doesn't have all that mileage on it. But can Dom still move like that? I believe so. But what will O'Malley do to adjust? Obviously, I think we're going to probably see O'Malley do something that we've never seen him do before. He's going to try to grapple Dom a little bit up against you the cage. You would have to. To wear him down a little bit. Yeah, you know, I think you would spinning. have to. But that'd be a great fight, man. It would be interesting I, I, for sure. I, I'd, be, I'd be down to watch it. Yeah. You hate O'Malley just as much as you hate Francis now, huh? <laughs> or you hate Francis as much as you hate O'Malley. No, huh? no. I don't, I, don't, I, I don't like Sean O'Malley's gimmick. Right, yeah. I think Sean O'Malley's gimmick is try- is too much trying to copy what Connor did and then had moved away from already. Um, yeah, I-, I think it's I think when when you want to make a name for yourself, you got to be unique. And Sean O'Malley colors his hair and does the Connor thing, and I don't think I don't think that's that's unique enough. Um, especially when he hasn't fought anyone in the top ten. Right, you right. you can't claim that you're you're this you're this fantastic guy when you're beating guys outside the top fifteen. It's like okay. Cool man, Thomas Almeida was on a four-fight losing streak. Like, it's my guy. That's that's <laughs> Steve's guy, who's definitely most likely got cut. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, like listen, you could you could talk a big game, but when you haven't fought a name yet, then it makes it real hard for me to take that game seriously. Um, and your gimmick is just a, a carbon copy and not done as well as what Connor did, you know, from the the Jose Aldo fight. Yeah, but that was, you know, there's trash talking and then there's like watching someone do something where it's like, man, this guy's really amping this fight up. So if you watch McGregor's media tour with Aldo, and remember Aldo wound up getting injured and had to pull out that fight, and we still got an amazing fight with Chad Mendez. Like the buildup was perfect. Right, right. That was all legendary stuff, man. It mm-hmm. was like the antics, the funniness of it. Right. It, but it was it was also the first time we had seen anything like that. Right, Chael Sonnen yeah. had already done the talking shit thing, and yeah. we had seen that, but no one had went and grabbed the belt and took pictures with it live, and then held it in his face and was talking <laughs> shit directly to him like that. Yeah, like, yeah, no yeah, one yeah. had done like the antics with it, right? Yeah. It was the first time we saw it, and it was like, oh, this is interesting. This is this is how you make a name for yourself because you have your own thing, right? Right, right, right. right. But you're gonna try to you're gonna copy that from the outside and not do it as well. I think you look like a copycat and you're going to meet someone like a Dom Cruz who's going to put you down and you're not going to be able to deny that loss going forward. Like, you know, it makes it, it makes it it's a tough look for him if that does yeah. happen. Right. But you See, need to fight a name for me. You need to fight a name for me. Francis did a thing, man. Francis went and he worked on his wrestling, came back and, and won the fight. It wasn't a fluke yeah. thing. Like the first DC fight, like, <laughs> <laughs> DC, you get no love from Zach for that punch. No, no, that, that, it was it was bad. Um, like he won the fight, right? Right. You can't, you can't, you can't fault him for that. Like, no, I don't, I don't hate Francis. I do think Francis is a clear path to like Francis as a champion right now. Maybe the one that has the most clear path to a loss, right? Yeah. The the Adesanya, you have to figure out his striking at that at that weight class, uh, and no one is going to be able to do that. It, it, maybe Robert Whitaker, but he would have to get real lucky, I think. Um, no one is like Blahovich. The only path to victory is Glover getting beat to death and and then choking him while he's while he's already dead, right? Yeah, like yeah. realistically, that that's that's what Glover's chance is. Um, I don't see anybody beating Kamaru Usman. Let's be fair. Uh, there is no one in that division right now that I see beating Kamaru Usman. I don't think the Masvidal fight goes the way that Masvidal think it's going. Um, that's crazy that he... The stuff that's coming out of Masvidal's mouth... I, I just got to speak on this for a second. I like Jorge Masvidal striking. I even kind of like the guy. I think he's an interesting character. But the things he's saying, I'm just like, dude, that doesn't make sense. No. <laughs> at all. Yeah. Take the mic away from that guy. Yeah, like, he's... He's going off the deep end with it, right? Um, there's no 55 champion right now. I don't. Yeah. I don't think Brian Ortega beats Volkanovski. Um, I just. I. I don't see it. I don't see everyone in, in, in this Brian Ortega beating up, you know, people who aren't in the top five, in the top three. 
You know, right. I don't see that as a as a clear sign that he's going to beat Volk. I, I don't think Aljo beats Peter Yan. I really just no. I just don't. And uh, Figueredo might be insanely dominant down there. You know, like I, I don't I, I just don't see. For me, Francis has the most clear path to victory because he is so deficient in in wrestling. He got he stuffed one takedown in his entire career and. You know, we're led to believe that he's the best wrestler in that division now. But we'll see, right? <laughs> it was one hell of a sprawl, though. And that and no, it was, I, it was. I agree. And the transition yeah. was incredible. But you have to look at the scenario in which it was in. You know, Stipe was already already rocked at that point and went yeah. for a sloppy single leg and then got stuffed yeah. and 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 spun on. Okay, Ooh, wait, that's on. fine, right? And and it was it was very good, technically executed perfectly. He I would 100% he, agree he, with that. And he prevented a takedown up against uh, the fence, too. But I agree with you. Here's the thing, though. I don't think Derek Lewis beats Francis, right? And here's why. I, I don't, don't either. I, I really don't either. I, I would agree with you on that. Yeah, I, it's just simply because even though Derek Lewis is also improving, it's not because I don't think he's a great fighter. I actually think he can be considered elite at this point, right? I agree. Before it was like, you know, he's a powerful guy. But I think at this point, he's an elite heavyweight. And I think he gives anyone a hard time going in there people aren't lining up to fight him after no. he knocked out uh what's the russian guy's volkov. name uh, volkov volkov's you- fighting someone soon too volkov's, yeah, volkov's fighting cyril gain that's an yes. interesting fight that's a beautiful technical display right there yeah cyril gain uh, is incredible i think that uh francis if he goes up against someone like cyril gain someone who's technically sound and striking, they could slow down the pace of the fight to the point where if he tries to do the same thing he did to Stipe, where he's like, all right, I'm just not going to go all in and I'll just lean back. He'll get outpointed. I think that's how he's going to yeah. lose the belt for sure. It's either going to be someone that outpoints him, outstrikes him. Yeah, John would no, be a perfect, perfect case for that, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. John, John would be a perfect case for that for sure. John, John would be a perfect case. And um, they need to really pump up the, the heavyweight division. In regards to Usman, as much as I want to say that he's unbeatable, there's really only one person that's going to be able to take him there, and we'll see how it goes the second time around. It's Colby. It's Colby right? Covington. Yeah. yeah, Colby. And we, and to be fair, we haven't seen the uh, the the Wood or the um, Wonder Boy fight. We haven't yes, seen the Wonder Boy fight. We want to see how he does with with his level of striking. Right. right. As, as much as he's not the power puncher that you know the the Colby could be or the Masvidal could yeah. be. Um, no one has his level of just insane explosiveness uh, in that division. So there's there's Wonder two Boy people I would like to. Uh, yeah, dude, Wonder Boy needs to give us on his fucking <laughs> PR team. Um, yeah, there's a few. Uh, there's a few I'd want to see there. Um, no, the Oliveira versus uh, Michael Chandler fight. Man, that I, one bothers me a little bit. That yeah, one. It listen, <laughs> Oliveira versus Gaethje. I'll agree with. Yeah. Um, Poirier says he didn't want it. He wanted to pursue the trilogy with Connor, which I think is is the correct move in his career, uh, yeah. because that that ch- title fight is always there for him after, right? Yeah. Um, because I actually I don't think the Connor fight goes any different this time. Um, yeah. I think it probably goes fairly similarly. Um, it depends. It depends what Connor we see, but we haven't seen the Connor of the Chad Mendes fight in yeah. since since then, right? Um, right. man, I, I, but. Chandler to come in and beat Dan Hooker, who is could be outside the top ten for all I know at this point. I think he's like number seven to come in and beat Dan Hooker, and then to fight Oliveira for for a for a belt. I want Oliveira to win that fight for the for the greatest comeback of any career ever. Yeah, it, it's been a hell of a story thinking about who Oliveira's lost to. But I mean, it, so if Chandler would have came in and just grinded Hooker out, he wouldn't have got the belt. But he the knocked fact that he him came out. In, he starched him, and I was yeah. thinking about the, two, the last two fights Hooker has been in have been wars, but he didn't get finished, right? He he lost. Yeah, like yeah, for kid. sure, for sure. And he starched the poor kid. Here's the problem, though, man. Uh, but I said the same thing about Hooker, and I love Chandler, man. Uh, Oliveira, again, he's got that stationary uh, Muay Thai fighting style. You'll run into a knee, and he's got that sick that sick jit. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> Oliveira... We've been saying this for like a like a solid year now. He is the dark horse in that division, Absolutely. right? He, he is. Absolutely. He was one of my picks for the next champion. Um, after obviously Khabib retired, right? And that that's yeah. that's ultimately official now. Um, yeah. yeah, man, that's 
And good for Khabib, man. Good for Khabib. You know, yeah, stick to, I, stick to your guns. Don't get the 30 and 0. Um, yeah. 100% if they offered him the GSP fight at 55, <laughs> he would take it. Right? Let's let's be fair. If they yeah. offered him the GSP fight and called it the legacy fight, he would take it. Because uh, right. he'd be silly not to. Um, yeah. On the GSP <laughs> note for a second, I tried to listen to GSP on Rogan. And no. uh <laughs> not doing it. <laughs> dude, I haven't listened to Rogan in so long. I actually don't like the Rogan podcast anymore. Well, yeah, you know, a few people have said that. Uh what deterred you? I oh, all right, so listen. GSP is one of those people I like to hear him talk in small sound bites, right? I really liked the first Rogan GSP podcast. I thought it was fun. I thought you yeah. got a real real interesting insight into the guy of, of what GSP is. And I don't it's not GSP that turns me off. It's it's Rogan goes on these really long, like monologues that go nowhere, and he talks himself in circles for a really long time to ask a fairly simple question, and yeah. uh, that that deterred me in the first twenty five minutes of the show. And well, yeah, that's what happens when you're smoking a grip of weed, right? So <laughs> it's like I, I guess, whack. but he's been doing that show stoned out of like that would kill either of us, like for for a decade, and. Yeah. I haven't listened to him since he's been on Spotify, right? And uh, right. I, I did. This is the first one because like, oh, GSP's on. I want to listen to it, right? And hear what GSP has to say about the the state of the UFC or whatever. Because I figured that's where they went. And I just I couldn't get past Rogan talking in circles around himself by himself for for ten minutes straight. I was like, I can't do this. Yeah, and it's the crazy thing about Rogan. So I actually have not watched a lot of his shows. I you know I've listened to a bunch. I just of listened hours. to. I look, I listened to clips. The only Rogan show I've ever come close to finishing was when he had Alex Jones on for the first time. Hilarious. And, <laughs> so and, that, funny. and I sat through him and Eddie Bravo and Alex Jones talking. And man, I almost went crazy driving because I was like, this is absolute madness. But apparently uh, he's had to delete a few shows off Spotify. Not 40 that something. 42 yeah. have been deleted off of Spotify. What um, now? What is that about exactly? Because I saw the headline. I was like, I don't want to click the site. I didn't click the link. I didn't click the link. My my assumption is is that someone at Spotify complained about a guest that he had on and they they went and they uh, they deleted it as as per a a censoring of some sort. Right. That was the interesting thing always about the Rogan show is that he would have anybody and everybody on as long as they were an interesting person. And um, I, I wonder what his guest pool is like now since he's been on Spotify. Dude, you know what's crazy about that whole situation? Uh, as I was growing up, there used to be this thing called public access television. And you would always find some weird interviews and stuff on there. I, I've, I've watched things where... That's where you know, uh, were, Howard Stern started. Yeah. And uh, here, there's a good example. Howard Stern, 100%. I don't know if he has, but I know that he would, or I believe, I believe that he would. He would 100% have a neo-Nazi on the show. If he was going to have like a more serious episode where he wanted to just sit back, hear what this person had to say, spitball, go back and forth and disagree with him. We're we're, we're outside of those realms now. So to answer your question, I think Rogan's pool is going to get smaller and smaller. Now, the question becomes, what's in that contract, right? Right. And (laughs) how long is it? Right. How long is a contract? I don't remember how long it is. I know it was a hundred million dollar contract, right? Right. Yes. I, I I don't know how long the contract is. Could be could be three. Could be five years. Right. And does it go back to the way that it was before? That's the real question, right? Yeah. That that's the more that's the part that I'm more interested in. You know, he's already said that. You know, it, it might have been a mistake doing it. Uh, I've seen that kind of clip together. Um, and this yeah. is the kind of stuff that happens when you're behind a paywall now. You know, yeah. so I, I understand where he comes from with that. And, you know, I don't know. I'm not turning down a hundred million dollar contract. Right. No. Oh, man, I'll, I'd sell out in such a heartbeat, man. If they offered us a hundred million dollars, they told me that I can only talk about, you know, adult contemporary Christian rap. That's what we would be talking about every week. dude. And if you try, I would last it, three shows and that would kill myself. <laughs> I'd Wait, do we do we get the money up front? <laughs> yeah, we get the because money up front. we are separating due to the, due to creative differences. <laughs> <laughs> they told me I have to drag you into the studio every day. You'd come in kicking and screaming, and I'd find new creative ways to prop your dead body up. <laughs> you would weekend at Bernie's me. Yeah, if a heart in a heart in a heart. <laughs> no, but Fuck it's like a hundred million bucks. I might I might get into Christian contemporary rap. Dude, here's the thing, man. 
100 million dollars you move the entire thing over a lot of people complain about youtube and it's easy to complain about youtube if you're a smaller content creator because it's like you know the algorithm screws me they're censoring people yeah then you start to make it it's a lower mid-tier uh content creator like your channel is now averaging 1k to 17k a video and your clips are doing well and then when you get to the status of a rogan man you forget that there was a freedom right yeah youtube gets 90 percent off of every dollar but you have the freedom. But he wasn't making money from YouTube, right? That's not where the bulk yeah. of his money came from. The bulk of his money came from selling ad space, right? That yeah. that Dollar Shave Club ad that he was doing at the front of that, he was making a hundred thousand dollars a month or something doing doing the show. Real quick, did he ever live stream any of his shows? They were all they used to. They used to do okay. a, they used to do a bunch of live stuff on YouTube until the the YouTube like DMCA stuff happened, where you couldn't play a YouTube video inside of a YouTube video because it would just get copyright claimed, and then they stopped right. doing that. And then they had some live issues, and they stopped doing live shows probably a few months before the Spotify thing happened, three or four months before the Spotify thing happened. But yeah, a, a, a string of them in the middle of the show, and I think even the beginning of it was all live. Um, it was all oh, done, yeah. all done on live, yeah. I, I think also uh, the extracurricular activities were probably a little bit harder live. You know, you can edit out. No, stuff. you can, you're allowed to do that stuff on YouTube uh, as long as you're in a legal state. Ah, YouTube and Twitch. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know if the Spotify thing was a mistake from my vantage point for him. I do feel for him now. I'm sure at some point it's going to come up where he's just like, you know. They're trying to control me creatively. I'm like, no, Joe, you signed a contract. They're not trying to control you. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, 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 right. You signed a $100 million contract, uh, Mr. Rogan. Um, you know, I want to know what the terms of the contract are, right? I, I want to yeah. know, do they own the content now? That's the important question, right? That's, Did yes. that Was that $100 million deal him selling the Joe Rogan experience as a brand? Um, yeah. Because that becomes a, a way, way bigger of an issue, right? That that's the kind of contracts and I, Rogan has a team of lawyers, I'm sure, right? Um, yeah. And to sign a hundred million dollar contract, you would be dumb not to have a Better. team of lawyers, yeah. right? That like this is the contracts that that YouTubers used to get scammed into years and years ago, where they would sell yeah. their their likeness in perpetuity for their contracts. And I, you know, do I think that that could still happen? Yes. Do I think it happened on, on a large scale like the Rogan show? I don't not not unknowingly right he might have done it knowingly but I, I don't know what the what the status is going forward i mean i'm curious for sure i mean as you're talking about it, i'm thinking about it right what this really all started with is or according to the the clicks and the ads and stuff is essentially just the employees at spotify being upset about them bringing rogan on i think this is misrepresentation at its at its core if you can't have an interview show or a conversation-based show where you're allowed to sit down and have conversations with people mm. then i I've, i i want to say i would take the 100 mil but at the same time i need to know what's in the contract exactly like so what do i go too far and then you guys doctor disrespect me like what happens here <laughs> like i i can't deal with that type of uncertainty and speaking of guy being man uh we're almost a year out side of this thing are we? we yeah we i know i know you don't give a shit but i just have to keep this on the on the calendar we still don't know we still don't know and you know oh, what the funny man. thing is? wow Oof. <laughs> I, i'm so sad for that millionaire i know that's what you're saying I'm paying my, my world my world's smallest violin no it, it, it does suck right it takes him out of, it takes him out of good content right he doesn't get the poach in the tapman anymore those two had an yeah. interesting dynamic um no pixel the grand theft auto rp uh server is huge right now it's the biggest thing on twitch right now uh and right. doc can't play in it because of they're all twitch streamers right um right. because of because of his ban um and doc wanted to be a part of it so yeah there's been a lot of uh a lot of things where he's been taken out of tournaments and stuff that would make good content for the you know the general viewer or just just him and, and his friends and uh that's the part where i, I think it's more unfair i don't care yeah. if we don't know what the issue is but right. you know he needs to be able to be within the Twitch community because that's that you know the, the Twitch and the YouTube and the Facebook streaming is so intertwined that yeah. having a guy exiled like that makes it real hard when all of his friends are still on a platform or another. And the crazy thing about it is for you to come out and have a terms and conditions uh, stream for Twitch where it's like, hey, this is how we handle these situations and we 100% tell people why they're being banned. Like, that's just an outright lie. Right, right. right. Especially after, the, <laughs> after banning the biggest, biggest, one of the biggest credits on the platform. 
Oh, and even when you ban a smaller Twitch streamer or mid mid size uh, mid range Twitch streamer, and they come out and they're like, "Hey, that's categorically in my situation not true." You didn't send me a reason. You sent me. I was banned. Right. You didn't send me. You didn't send me the clip that I got banned for. You didn't even give me a mm-hmm. chance to say why. You know, to improve. You just sent me a thing and said you I violated, it. and that's you know that's bullshit. And it's the same thing with the Spotify thing with Rogan. It's bullshit that a few employees can complain. Listen, I'm just gonna set a bar here, right? So if you and I work at Spotify and someone says something disparaging about Germanic people, yeah, I'm gonna complain about that. I'm not saying you're German descent. That's not what I'm implying here. I'm not at but- all. So I don't give a fuck about them. <laughs> but if someone says some crazy shit about Hawaiians, I, I might. I'm gonna speak up. I'm gonna say some shit. Someone says some like some some off the wall stuff. But I don't think you get to judge this by that standard, right? You don't get to just lump everything into racism or sexism or homophobicism. That's not a word. Or that but- hurts my feelingsisms. <laughs> exactly. Right. You know, and that's know. mostly what it is, right? It's a, wow, that, that thing that he might have said that I took out of context really hurt my feelings. Because there is a lot of times where you have to watch the 10 minutes around the clip that's of something that Rogan said to get the entire yeah. picture of what the story was, right? And exactly. uh, when you could take any, even even our show, you could take five second clips out and put it somewhere and be like, wow, that's the most offensive thing anyone's ever said. Right. But if yeah. you don't get the entire clip in the entire story of what was happening, then it is taken completely out of context. And yeah. I think that's what that's what happened with the 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 anti transphobia thing that that everyone called him out on where it was yeah. like a clip of a longer segment and then they didn't pull it all together like it's it's happened to so many people and it's it's really really shitty interesting that you bring that up that fighter uh Phelan fox is that the fighter's name i believe so yeah that fighter is actually and i'm not saying you know that loose thing where people are like oh people are calling for this person to be canceled on twitter and it's just one person tweeting it she actually uh tweeted out that rogan should be canceled for the things that he said about me and i was just like it's, it's so silly yeah you're a you're a trans male to female and have literally broken orbital bones of, of all of the fighters that you faced like yeah. yeah at some point there's a there's a safety thing there right but yeah yeah yeah, yeah no, i don't, don't want to hear any of this courageous act stuff either because you know but at, at the end of the day Phelan did lose to ashley evans i believe her name is ashley smith for ashley evans uh Close friends with uh, Carlos Esparza. She's also an American wrestler. I actually think she's a great fighter. Uh, one of, unfortunately, her most notable fight in the UFC. This speaking of Ashley, is getting bulldog choked by Raquel Pennington. I believe. Yeah, what? Ashley Evans Smith. Yeah, and I. I but she lost. Rate, she beat Phelan Fox and then lost to everybody in the UFC. Yeah. <laughs> Over and over again. Yeah, bulldog dude, choke by Raquel Pennington. Dude, if you look up that fight, I thought Raquel Pennington killed her. <laughs> she she lost to Ketlin Vera, Sarah yes. Sarah Morass, beat yes. Beck, Beck Rollins. Uh, good yes, for you. Yeah. Lost to Andrea Lee. Lost yeah. to this Norma lady. That Norma lady doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. And her name is Norma, so I assume that she's ninety. Well, it sounds like she makes nice quilts and cookies for sure. Oh, you know? yeah. Well, never mind. Norma missed weight. <laughs> it was it was a bantamweight fight, and she came in at one thirty nine. She was four pounds over. Fuck it, get the W. Anyway, you can. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. That's what I'm saying. And if you're not streaming in the hot tub, then you're not trying to get that proverbial fat cash. <laughs> True. True. Maybe we should do a hot tub episode. Just get completely. I am never gonna go anywhere hot. near a fucking hot tub with you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we gotta get in. I don't want. Gotta, I don't want whatever weird version of of fucking staff infection that you have. I'm actually one of the cleanest people you know, man. And you can <laughs> bet that any party where staff is at, I'm bailing early, and I'm not being discreet about it. <laughs> You're talking to a guy. If the chicken even looks a little weird, I'm like, we're leaving right now, and I'll make you leave the party too. <laughs> I'm like, get in the car. We're out of here, dude. I'm telling you right now, man. There's nothing wrong with a little hot tub stream. What you do in your little ecosystem is your own world, man. But uh, here's what I, here's what I would like to see though. If you're gonna do some hot tub streaming, you know, 
you know, give, give us some real content with it. Maybe do some cooking in the hot tub. Balance a toaster on your head while it's plugged in. <laughs> the danger. I like the danger involved. Let's, let's make it exciting. If you're going to do yoga on Twitch, let's make it interesting. Let's get some hot coals. Homeless people in your house. Do yoga. <laughs> do it on the top of a building. <laughs> on the ledge. To- right? I, I need you on the pylons. Uh, you know what we do need, though, uh, in ju- juxtaposition to this? We need some good old dad's grilling. That's what we need as a, as a Twitch stream. Oh, dude, you know what? You shouldn't have said that out loud. You should edit that part out. That is a million-dollar idea, if I've <laughs> ever heard one. <laughs> I think I stole it from Twitter. There's no way I came up with that on my own. I think I stole that one from Twitter. No, 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 no. I, dude, I'm going to go check that right after this. If there's one man in New Balances or Gator Shoes grilling on Twitch, that's my new channel, and I put it on over HGTV all day long. Well, oh, you're not going to watch House Flippers anymore? Oh, man, I love me some House Flippers. <laughs> is that actually the name of a show? I kind of just tried to make one up. No, that's a genre, an entire genre. It, I knew, okay, I knew that. I knew that. What is it like? Uh, the, the brothers do it, right? Oh, those those damn twins. Listen, man, you start a Sunday off, some house flipping shows. Next thing you know, it's 4 in the afternoon. You're 15 drinks in, remodeling your own house. It's absolutely Dude, you know what I really like to, to, to do the, the deep dive on? is cooking shows. I think we've talked about this before. Cooking shows, are, that's what they're <laughs> No, I'm serious, man. I'm, I'm yeah. dead serious. You put a good cooking show on, man. You're on. You're in. It, just start looking. Cooking shows, man. Cooking show competitions. Just yeah. regular cooking shows. You know, parking lot cooking shows. You gotta throw. A, you gotta throw shows. a Paula Deen episode in there every once in a while just to keep it. No, you don't. Keep down the middle. <laughs> like I'm trying to protect her from herself, man. She's like, she how much? Uh, you know what there needs to be. So there's a subreddit called uh, "They Did the Math." Where it's like someone yeah. will say some stuff and they'll actually do the math on it. And um, we need someone to go and watch all of the Paula Dean episodes and just calculate how much butter she's used in her entire series. That would be a fucking, that's a thing. Listen, man, we don't have real butter in my house anymore. But I smelled some real butter at the house. Uh, not the house at the at the at the school today, oh. and I've forgotten how good real butter smells, man. We we have to use the uh, olive oil butter for the baby and stuff of like course, that. Of that but uh. Paula Dean made some amazing biscuits. I've never had them, but whenever she's made them on any show she's been on, I'm like, damn, I want those biscuits. <laughs> I, I just realized that sounds really perverted saying together like Paula Dean's biscuits. I really want those things. <laughs> Listen, that's what I'm trying to get, man. I, that, oh, are, no. there, are there cooking shows on Twitch? There's yeah, be. there's a cooking section for sure. But I don't know if anyone's done like an actual produced like cooking show. I just don't think it lends itself to Twitch. YouTube is falling behind, man. I know that the catalog, you can find anything on YouTube, man. You can find out how to draw Swastika correctly on YouTube if you want to, man. Are you speaking from experience? Yeah, absolutely. You don't know what I do at 4 o'clock in the morning. I'm looking stuff up, man. That's a a valid point, dude. Um, YouTube is missing out on the interface thing. For Twitch has a clear advantage on the interface, but Twitch also isn't trying to add live streaming into an already massively popular yeah. video category uh platform right like yeah. youtube ha- youtube has issues even if you go to youtube gaming it's just oh. like you can't even see who's live i would like a separate section of youtube to go to just click live and then all of the people that i follow i want to see who's live the viewer can like a very similar thing to the twitch browser but there is nothing like that on youtube it's hard to find when people are live on youtube yeah, you know, but they did give us the, everything. The one thing everyone's been clamoring for. Now, I don't know if you notice, if you go to your YouTube app on your phone, we got a little widget inside the app so you can watch TikTok videos because that's what I needed. <laughs> I needed to know when people reposted their TikToks to YouTube. Oh, the shorts thing? Yeah. So, I mean, TikTok copied Vine, right? So, you know, we're not going to, we're not going to, you know, leave Vine out here because Vine was the ultimate short video platform because Vines were only six seconds. And that shit was yeah. great. Uh, and TikTok <laughs> is for communists. so Aggressive communists, too. I'm like, listen, like, all right, I know you know the dance. I, I, please stop sharing this video. I'm not going to like it. I'm never going to like it. TikTok is for old people. Old people love TikTok. I'm talking about older than me before you make the obvious joke. Uh, I mean, if I were to check your phone right now, do you have TikTok installed? No, I don't. But that's not to say that people don't share TikTok videos with me and then I don't just peruse through the browser. I don't that have is TikTok actually account. insanity. 
<laughs> it's it's amazing. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. The dumb sh- we can- Actually, I'm just going to say, if I can get 18 people to click on this video, that's a good day. It's a good day. I look at some of the mom TikTok videos that people just pop up like this chick's got forty five thousand views. Yeah, I'm curious on how TikTok does their does their view count, right? If I were yeah. if I were on TikTok and I scrolled past a video, does that right. tick the view counter up? Right. That's that, a good question. Right. Or do you have to actually watch a certain percentage of it? Um, I know Facebook for a long time and Facebook got in trouble for it, where a, a post with a video, if you just scrolled by it, it counted a view. Right, so if a thousand people just scrolled by it and zero people watched it, it had a thousand views, right? So Facebook got in trouble for that because they were pumping up numbers to sell advertising sl- advertising slots and stuff. Um, so I wonder if TikTok is doing the same thing or not. Uh, probably, probably. I mean, but here's the thing, man. I I I think that TikTok is TikTok is kind of a side hustler for people who have bigger platforms, but they don't seem to do as well as your average mom on TikTok. You know what I'm saying? Like I've watched a ninja, like uh, you know, ninjas got thirty thousand views on something. Went up six seconds, hypothetically, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of views. Clicking it. This mom posts a video of her showing what her mom's mom life is like before she picks up the kids and she's dancing around the house with wine, listening to Tori's Big. She got a million views on this thing, like a million clicks. And I'm like, what is happening right now? Right. What so there, that's what you said, though. A million clicks, right? you know is she is she very discoverable is she in a category like you know there's a lot of things to take into account of how the algorithm works and i have no idea i've never even been on the platform um yeah because i'm not a communist uh so you're a a communist yeah but it's just like a different kind though not a not a tiktok communist which is which is the worst kind in my opinion they're Um, they're after your data and your property people beware right (laughs) our property um, exactly. That's exactly how it starts. Where were you going with this? I have no idea. I don't remember where I was going with any of that. You you brought up TikTok, and I just wanted to get some TikTok hate in. Um, there's one more thing I want to talk about, man. Of course I want to talk. Okay. <laughs> what is it? Lay it on me. This is not going to mean anything for you, but this is like a shot in the dark for anyone that is a fan of this guy, man. Someone needs. To jump into a time machine, go back to the critical moments of the career of Josh Whedon, the creator of Buffy the Vampire Slayer and a few other shows. And they need to help this guy out, man, because if one more person comes out against this man, he might just be dragged out and shot. What did he do? So it's also allegedly, but uh, Josh Whedon has been determined to be one of the worst directors and producers and treatment of his actors in Hollywood. People are literally falling out of windows saying like, yeah, man, uh, not only was he horrible to me (laughs) on set, but he was quite literally. And it's nothing sexual. We're talking about old school Hollywood treating people like like smacking people. (laughs) Gal Gadot, Gadot, the woman who plays uh, Wonder Woman. Yeah. She just recently came out and she kept her silence about this for quite some time because Ray Fisher, the gentleman that played Cyborg in Justice League, had been accusing Josh Whedon of, uh, you know, uh, racist behavior. But Gal Gadot came out and said, yeah, he basically came up to me and said, do the line this way or something to this effect or else. And she was like, well, what are you going to do? I'm I'm Wonder Woman, like that type of thing. Like I like. I'll, I'll have this franchise long after this movie is done. And he was like, I'll get you removed from that project. And essentially Warner Brothers or Warner Media Studio had to tell Josh Whedon to back off Gal Gadot. And she just recently spoke about this for the first time out loud. She said, Ben Affleck. Now, this is I want to come and say all you people that shit on Ben Affleck. This is, this a, guy, this is deep. We're, we're going three layers deep into the seven layer onion. Rayfish, Gal Gadot, no, Ben no, Affleck. Josh Whedon. Josh the, Whedon. the second guy that you just said. Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot, Ben Affleck. Now we're four layers deep. Listen, Ben Affleck. Last thing I'm going to say. We can, we can wrap after this. Ben Affleck is a patron saint, man. This man has more money than any of these people. Gal Gadot is just getting her star. And he's like, oh, man, he said that to you? Really? We should do a walkout together. I'll walk out with you guys. But that's what a rich guy would say. He actually offered to go on strike with them, right? They need that. Like, ben Affleck is there with a fucking with a $2 million watch on going, damn, dude. <laughs> How are you going to make your rent? But we'll walk out. 
we'll do it together. You <laughs> cannot stay with me, though. I want to be clear about this. <laughs> I'm not feeding and, anybody. Uh, when I walk back inside, don't know, don't say that it's it's us walking in together. You're no. on strike. I organized <laughs> the strike, and now I've given up already. <laughs> the thing is, I'm, I'm Ben Affleck. People expect me to do things like this every once in a while. It keeps my stock up. That's hilarious, dude. Zach, Zach, buddy, you you, you, you you got anything else you want to say? What the hell was that? Are you okay? Are yeah, you malfunctioning? I, just, I I'm due for a firmware update, and uh, that is probably true. <laughs> the kernel is not loading. If you get that joke, you get it. If you don't, don't, don't. look it up. So, uh, we're we're coming up on the alien stuff pretty soon. I think we got like another two months on alien stuff. Um, yes. so we'll have to get deep into that again, which is hilarious. Uh, <laughs> the, um, e- Epstein stuff kind of had a little bit of a break in the case. I don't know if you knew about this or not. I didn't. Just I didn't Lane know. Maxwell got sentenced as a human trafficker. Um, oh, wow. so there was that. There was 3 million pages of evidence in that case. 3 million pages of evidence. I don't know how any one prosecution team could, could go over that. Uh, so there, there was, there was that. They kind of snuck that through a little bit. Um, wait, hold on for a second. Was any of that stuff redacted, or was it just like uh, probably all of it? I would assume. Okay, um, that's weird. Then there's the the U.S. Uh, representative from Florida, uh, Matt Gates, who has been. Oh my goodness! This guy has like thirty accusations against him, or some shit, and <laughs> everyone who was associated with this guy is now backing away. Wait, hold on for a second. The Matt Gates thing. I want you to know this. So remember he said there was a part where he said my dad was being extorted and everyone's like, who's extorting your dad? Chris Cuomo, whose brother is also Andrew Cuomo, who's going through the exact same thing Correct. as Matt Gaetz. Uh, Chris Cuomo had the guy on his show that tried to extort Matt Gates, And I want you to know, he's every bit as sleazy as you would expect someone to be. Now, Matt Gates is probably guilty of the things, allegedly, he might be, of the things he's being accused of. But the fact that there was actually someone that ex- that was extorting him is hilarious. Because when Chris Cuomo asked him the question, he's like, "So wait, I'm trying to understand what what you asked was this it? guy for money to stop doing <laughs> this thing or other." And the guy's like, "Yeah, did that. Didn't fucking pay. He's gonna get what's coming to him." That's like, Whoa. It, was, it was essentially that he was like, "Listen, so it, it, this is what happened. You know, he's in need of some uh, some charity from the government. I'm in need of a sponsor for a bill. So I came to him and I said we can work together." And Chris Cuomo's just kind of like, did you just admit to felony extortion on live television, sir? <laughs> like, what is what is this? Yeah, I mean, apparently this guy, uh, this uh, Gates guy, looked to Trump before Trump was out of office to get a, a yeah. preliminary pardon for all yeah, the shit yeah. that the shitstorm that was coming his way, which is hilarious. Um, yeah. And then on the other other news in politics, Biden's announced some executive order stuff for gun control. I haven't yes. even looked into it. I know it's going to be ridiculous. Um, and it's going to be sh- it's going to be immediately overturned. Um, yeah, it's it's essentially doing the one thing that will not impact the American people. He's actually going after the gun companies. That is hilariously stupid. Uh, yes. That is like you don't go after car manufacturers when someone yeah. runs. Yeah, like that's absurd. That is actually no. So let's not fix the issue. Let's skirt around it. Let's not fix the mental health crisis let's in the united states let's pretend like we're dealing with right it. let's pretend like we're doing something let's not let's not make yeah. it you know a stricter background check or you know yeah. any sort of verification process let's let's go after the people who make the shit that's right that's hilariously dumb that is no. that is dumb yeah man everyone was kind of hyped on biden and he's kind of like not done anything since he got in office kind of like fucked around well um, i mean it- so all he has to do to be, have a successful four-year term and then possibly eight is make sure the rollout continues to go because the rollout's doing a lot better with the vaccine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Va- sure that- we're gonna be the we're gonna be the first country to have seventy-five percent of the people vaccinated, right? We're yeah. kind of we're kind of on board for that. So that's that's pretty sick. Hey, no, hey one of them. I'm part, I'm part of the part of the hey, You're not. Hey, you're not yet. I'm, fucking I'm loser. Next week. Next week. Next week. You did you get the day? Me. Did you get the day after off? By the way. I have, yeah, I'm on vacation starting next week, uh, starting next Wednesday. So. Okay, yeah, you're going to want the day after off. Uh, I heard. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I was pretty fatigued that day. I, I mean, we, were, we did the show that day, uh, and I was, I was pretty shot after. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, you're going you're gonna to want that day after off. Uh, all right, all right, as, all right, as a fair I, warning. 
All right. What else you got in the news? This I, I like this. Your your shotgun news segment. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was it. That was it. Because kind of the stuff that we we had talked about in the past or talked about something very similar that we just kind of haven't talked about that's been going on for the last few weeks. So um, I want to pitch something to you in front of the the listening audience. Right, the alien episodes are quite possibly our most well received shows. Hilarious, and they're the most fun to do. So I've been waiting anxiously for this information that's going to be released now i'm going to tell you this anything short of a tyrannical little green man being released from the white house and you know, telling us he's been running the show <laughs> this entire time is going to be a huge disappointment for me but i also love you alien fans you guys you i love when you come into our comments there's one of you i'm hoping comes back because we miss you <laughs> i want to know what happened <laughs> disappeared i had one of the comments that you put on get deleted we, we, though. I didn't do we, we we gotta we gotta do another alien countdown show man we gotta do it and well you know the matt gates thing he could possibly be an alien and if anyone looks like they committed the crime doesn't it look like it's matt gates like i'm not trying to stereotype when you look at that guy doesn't he look like he's guilty of something anything he looks like he's guilty of everything oh man <laughs> just, just just looking at the face that, that guy looks like he's guilty of anything he's ever been accused of. Prince Philip. Is that his name? Prince Philip? Prince oh, Philip. yes. That guy died. But I'm yes. not sure anyone's surprised on that. No. He, he was 99. Uh, and looked every, every bit of 99 and long more. And more. Uh, yeah. He definitely... When he moved, you know, it's like... Yeah, <laughs> he... Uh, God rest his soul. Right, that. Uh, yeah. I don't... That wasn't even news to me. I don't care about the royal family in any aspect of life. Listen, I'm, I'm only... I, I was I'm much more in impacted by the DMX death, death? than uh, the Prince Philip death. Well, he's a, young, he's a young guy. Younger guy, you know? Yeah, literally yeah. half his age. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm looking at the UFC schedule for tomorrow's fight. Don't and, care. Uh, yeah. Kevin Holland's fighting again. Let's see how much he talks in the in the octagon this time. And talk about ruining your your stock, right? Like just just tick 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 tick, and then just down in one fight. And uh, yeah, I mean it is what it is. We'll see. Uh, Marvin Vittori is not an easy fight for him, but it'll be fun. Let's hope uh, Darren Till comes back strong. He broke his collarbone in training. Um, that's why Darren Till is out. So oh, that's right. Now, the fight that should be the main event on this, I'm sorry, guys. I'm just going to say it. Nina uh, Anna Anasaroff versus Mackenzie Dern. That's actually the fight that should be main event. I'm sorry. It, it just is. Yeah. Have you ever, have Mike you ever seen Perry's it? fighting on this card? Holy yeah, bro. shit. Yeah, bro. Mike they Perry. allow him to be in the UFC still? Dude, come on, man. They love that guy. They need more fighters like him. Jim, like Miller's, fight. Jim Miller's fighting on the other card? Didn't Jim Miller just fight? He did. Sky Holtzman. Wow. All right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting card tomorrow night. Free one. So those are those are always the best. Uh, yeah. Next week we got Whitaker versus Kelvin Gastelum. That is a fight. I'm very excited for that. Jeremy Stevens is fighting on that on that card too. And it's free, bro. This is going to be a, an all out banger. Yeah. Man. Very. And it's then the week, dude. The week after that. Two sixty one. A lot of good fights. So. A lot of good stuff coming up. Yeah. Uriah Hall, the GOAT, his rematch against Chris Weidman. Oh. <laughs> Uriah Hall, one of Steve's 47 GOATs. <laughs> They're all my favorite Billy GOATs, man. I love the underdog. <laughs> Anthony Smith is back. He's fighting yeah. Jimmy uh, Crude, and he's probably going to get massacred. I can't believe he's 34 and 16. At any rate, man. You want to tell the folks where they can uh, they can find us? Zach? Just everywhere talking with a dad. If you think it's a if you think it's a site we're on, look us up. All one word, you'll find us. Uh, yes, that's it. That's all I got. 